Welcome back to podcast. It's Caleb Westra along with John Hope, CJ Hester, and Logan Smith. Guys, we're back and better than ever. I mean, I'm kind of enjoying this quarantine thing, sitting in my house watching Netflix. I miss the outside world. I miss my bars. Yeah, yeah. Well, the corner pocket been calling my name. Definitely, those wings yeah. are phenomenal. Yeah. And it- we can finally have some time, some downtime to kind of look through some college football, up-and-coming sure. news and stats. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Uh, so, for, for the podcast today, uh, we'll be talking about just a little bit with college football being slow, obviously, the slow news, you know, month. But um, we're pretty much just going to be breaking down our favorite uh, returning quarterbacks of the season so far, and that includes tra- transfer quarterbacks. Uh well, Caleb, why don't you start with your favorite quarterback for the year? All right. So, we can't talk college football unless we talk about the Crimson Tide of Alabama. We got Mac Jones coming back, somebody that we really haven't talked about or mentioned. Um, I know we did that one time when Tua got hurt. But right. um, my thing with Mac Jones is he looked very poised when he came into the game. Um, he's a game changer. You can tell he's a leader. He got some experience this year. And let's see if the Tigers keep rolling with him at quarterback. I really like to see where this man um, goes, where, where you know, he climbs the mountain and keeps going at Alabama as one of their many vocal leaders um, with Najee Harris coming back and some of their receiving core coming back. Um, yeah, no, definitely. I got something for that. And um, are we sure he's ever a starting quarterback at Alabama? I yeah, <laughs> I do. I think I think the time he played, he was pretty impressive. And I know that I, I think the backup would be to his little brother, but right. it's this freshman coming in, Bryce Young from Ooh, California. I, yeah, yeah, but without the spring game and stuff, I mean, what that what is tough. That you is really tough. have to yeah, prepare with that. True. I mean, yep. So beginning of the season, it, it will end up. It will end up being um, him, but he just reminds me. Yeah, it, it, he just reminds me so much of uh, AJ McCarron. Yes, vibe. definitely. Yes, yes. For, yeah, for sure. So that's well, my pick. Well, hey, that's a wonder, good pick. I like. Wonder what his is. girlfriend looks like. Wow. Yeah, I wonder if she's hot. <laughs> Ask, uh, what's that, Brett Musburger? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, uh, CJ. What's your What's your pick for this year? So I'm gonna go with the transfer quarterback. The transfer from Houston. Keen okay. going to Miami. Yes, sir. Um, I was a big fan of him last year when he decided to put the cleats up for the year. He played four games last year, and um, he threw six touchdowns with two picks with 663 yards last year in four games. Mm-hmm. And then just decided to be like, I'm their redshirt. They started 0-4, Rocky. Right. And um, I think that was the best decision as Keen is staying at maybe 5'10". Probably not NFL quarterback. Right, but very much a college quarterback. So going to Miami, they just got a new OC from uh, SMU, and his offense was averaging forty-one points this year. So Miami running a spread offense, four or five receivers, and I think King could explode this year in a major conference, not at Houston in the All American. Right. I, I kind of liked him as a player in Houston just because it's a Texas style. You get to throw it, gun it as much as you can. But, but now they bring that back. They I, bring that to Miami now. Right, they are. I think it, sh- it should be all right. It should work. That's an, yeah. Yeah, and I yeah. like if, if you combine maybe a, a good transfer quarterback in with that good salty defense in Miami, maybe they could have something brewing this year. 
And just for people that forgot, King, two years ago when he played a four season, threw just under 3,000 yards, 36 touchdown passes, and six interceptions. So, oh, yeah, he the can guy sling has... it. He can sling it. Yeah, he can definitely. CJ, I like your pick. Um, the only thing that I am not a believer in is Miami. Um, yes, I like the yes, kid. I, I like King very well. <laughs> yeah. But until Miami can prove to me, because for the last five years we've been talking high on them and they haven't done shit really compared yep. to what they could have been. So that's all I got to say right. about that. Right, you're right. Um, well, if I'm up next, I'm going to go with the fifth-year senior in South Bend, Indiana. Um, he, his resume is looking good as a college quarterback. He's led the Irish to a playoff berth already. Last year, he threw just a little over 3,000 yards, had 34 touchdowns, six interceptions. Um, like I said, fifth-year senior, so he really knows how to lead this Irish team, and they're going to need him to step up with Chase Claypool, Cole Komet gone. Um, a lot of production at that wide receiver position lost. But I think right. overall – I think they just lost a – they lost a four or five-star, what, a couple weeks ago? Yeah. He decommitted. Georgia yeah. wide receiver, yeah. Right. Um, but overall, I think they're in good shape with a fifth-year senior like that. Um, kind of like uh, – CJ's quarterback, he's he's a good college quarterback. I don't know how he will do in the NFL, but yeah, he, he he's not. I don't think he's an NFL quarterback. Right. He'd have to go off for a whole season for me to say that. But exactly. what I've seen so far, yeah, he's a good he's a good college quarterback. I think you can win with him. We just need uh, I I don't know I don't know what's missing from Notre Dame specifically. If it is coaching, I, I don't I don't think so, but. Maybe just a right a more studly defense would help, but I don't. I'm not really sure. And Brian Kelly's never had a three-year starter in his tenure at Notre Dame, so we're kind of going into true. the unknown. Yeah, it's true. All right. Uh, well, for me, you guys, it's uh, Jamie Newman, transfer quarterback from Wake Forest, going to Georgia, playing with those good wide receivers, and you get a you get a pass-first option in the pocket quarterback. Through 32 touchdowns, oh, about 2,900 yards, and only 600 yards rushing, so he doesn't like to use his feet too much, which is what they love to do with Georgia, which is a ground, ground and pound with, with their running backs, not with their quarterbacks. Uh, they got a new OC in Todd Monken. Todd Monken, Monk, whatever the hell his name is. <laughs> yeah, it's Monken. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like that. They got the number six here. class for, for this year. Yeah. I like that. Uh, their offense is looking studly right now, and they they look like they're going to come back with what their fifth SEC championship game. Yep. in a row. Yeah, I like they they looking like they looking like the team to beat in the SEC right and now. Like you said, Georgia always has a good running game, but I think they really have great athletes at that wide receiver position. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> If you if y'all been hearing me laughing so far, it's because somebody's breathing into the mic so yeah. bad. <laughs> so what we got next? Uh, all right. Well, uh, again, slow news. So we're just gonna be talking about uh, whatever these players can be doing right now to improve themselves, improve their game, get healthy, or or who they could be talking to, especially quarterback wise, to get smarter as college football players. Um, um, I, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I think this is where. Um, head coaches and offensive coordinators, their relationships outside of the programs with guys that can tutor skill positions and quarterbacks one-on-one. 
because, I mean, you could still do that. So as long as you're still getting those reps in, kind of training your body and staying healthy, that's as right, much as you can. You, you're, you're not allowed to directly be coaching right now. Right, yeah. So if they right. they know – The NCAA is very, very no-no on that. They know a couple of, like, quarterback gurus across the country that you can go course, to. Yeah, you send them out to Cali, send them out to Texas. Yeah. Or uh, what was it? Ian Book went to Nebraska, yeah. That's right. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, CJ, you got anything? Uh, well, besides the players who's actually all in team, I think the biggest thing is the recruiting. You can't bring players on campuses. So the new reward they got right now is you can Zoom, FaceTime yeah. uh, recruits for four hours. That's the max you have for per recruit. Show them around campus on the video and talk to yeah. them. So I think that's the biggest problem right now is how do we get guys to commit for that 2021 class right now? Right. If they can't well, come I, to the campus. Yeah, if you think about it, though, they got to go somewhere. Right, right. They can't just not. Right. So, I mean, they're going to still get – There's the same amount of commits are going to be there. Yeah, I think is, those guys – It might be a little tougher to convince. Yeah, and those guys that got, have a good relationship with the coaches already before this happened. Right. I think you see a lot of those guys commit early. I know there's a four-star tight end that just committed to Michigan last week. He said he was most comfortable with Jim Harbaugh and that he can't go anywhere else to visit, so he committed there. Right. So might as well. Yep. So that so I think that's the big thing. Again, in, in that in that aspect. Yes. Caleb, got anything? Um, my thing is, I think it's it's the simple fact of us being in quarantine. It's been pretty um, mind numbing, um, and and to find stuff to do. I think the biggest thing is to actually like obviously do your workouts but like eating healthy um i know like me it's like okay i'm getting paid and not going to work and i find myself (laughs) still spending money going and getting fast food and then not only just getting regular (laughs) fast food but getting like 15 dollars worth of food because you're like well oh i can save that or i could you know i'm just chilling you know yeah right and so I think the biggest thing is eating healthy, staying on that regular diet that you would have if you were at school. So, yeah, who's washing uh, their hands? <laughs> me. <laughs> Fuck Corona, you know. Wash your hands, six feet, hey. all that. Uh, yeah. John, you got anything? Yeah, for me, uh, these guys again cooped up. Now I got much to do. Why not watch game film like religious? Like you can't, like you can't stop. You know. Learn as much about about the game as you can right now. Right. Uh, focus focus on the mental side. It, it's the biggest part of the game, yeah. especially at the quarterback spot. And you can still look at film and stuff, so yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. No, but definitely scout as much as as possible, well, as, eat, as much as it will allow you to. Even for newer crews coming in or younger players, like especially at the quarterback position, like watch film of like the greatest. Like imitate like everything you see and just absorb everything. I think – like, if running backs would just watch old tapes of Barry Sanders or, like, you know, I'm just saying all these guys or, like, Jerome Bettis or, you know, just somebody that's great that they could watch highlights of and be able to mimic that maybe a little bit in their training. Yeah, absolutely. Um, all right, guys. Well, we just saw what, last couple of days ago they came out with a, uh, like, a mock, like, Mount Rushmore of teams that that we'd have in college football for all of all time history, except for like Yale and Princeton and whatever whatever's up there for like 
the 1800s because no one cares. But other than that, let's talk about our, our Mount Rushmore player. Uh, Mount Rushmore of teams. All top four. CJ, why don't you kick us off? All right, so I think – who was it? Logan this morning sent us a picture of a Mount Rushmore team. And I think – I think from the top, I'm, I'll go in order one through four. My top team is Alabama. So, they got 17 national championships, um, 31 SEC championships, and 74 All-Americans. So, I think that's number one. They've been consistent for the past 20, 25 years, too, of winning national championships, especially under Nick, Nick Saban. Uh, number two, I'm going to go with Ohio State. They got eight national retires. 40 Big Ten and seven Heisman Trophy winners and 87 All-Americans and just dominating the Big Ten for the past couple decades or so. And number three, I have Notre Dame with 11 National Towers, seven Heisman Trophy winners and 101 All-Americans, which I think is the most in college football. Yeah, it is. It is. And um, Most Heismans, most All-Americans. For um. For number four, I was going back and forth, and me and um, Kayla was arguing about this earlier this morning. And so I did go with number four. I did go with the Michigan Wolverines. Mm. Uh, most wins all time, 11 national titles, 42 Big Ten championships, 83 All-Americans. So I think they deserve to be up there. I think I'm just hard on Michigan because they haven't done anything recently mm-hmm. that I haven't <laughs> seen with my own two eyes. Yeah. So – but, yeah, I have that. That's my top four. And just missing out, I have Oklahoma and um, USC just missing the top Yeah, four. I agree. Right. CJ, you don't even need to talk about um, mine, guys, on the podcast because that's exactly how I was going to have mine. Um, I thought about it a lot more. I wanted to not put Ohio State in, but with that eight national titles and the re- relevancy in the last 20 years and being a part of the best rivalry in college football and dominating that rivalry in the last 20 years, you kind of have to put them in. Yes. So, um, I don't know. That's how I, I, I kind of came to that conclusion. I know me and you argued a lot about it, but I think I definitely put Michigan over USC, um, Oklahoma sitting on the outside looking in. I just think Michigan's done more stuff, um, in general, and they've been, you know, from the beginning of time, and that's a lot about founding fathers. We look at the Mount Rushmore and, um. It's, it's George Washington, who is the founding father. And so you look at Michigan and Notre Dame like that, and Alabama came along after. Um, I think those three definitely because of the relevancy in history. But then Ohio State comes along as the new age um, person. Logan? No, All that. right. So my Mount Rushmore, I, like CJ said, you got to start up. Number one, Alabama. Uh, they arguably ha- arguably have the top two coaches of all time with Paul Bear Bryant and Nick Saban. Um, that's 17 national titles. And they've won three Heismans in the last, what, 12 years. And then, so my second spot, I took the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. Like CJ said, too, 13 national titles, seven Heisman winners, and all those All-Americans. It's hard to to keep them out. And my third team is the Ohio State Buckeyes. Uh, Like Caleb was saying, they've been very relevant the last 25 years and dominated that rivalry. 
And then so there was a three-way battle for that fourth spot. It was between USC, Michigan, and Oklahoma. By I just ended up taking USC just because they're 11 national titles and they're seven Heisman Trophy winners. Well, six technically because they took the Reggie Bush Heisman away. But, yeah, those are my <laughs> top four. Matt Liner was a cheater, John, too. what you got? Wow. Uh, you know, I, I, I keep flip-flopping my my fourth one. I can't decide who. I've actually got uh, Bama, number one, obviously. Everyone's got yeah. Bama. Nothing special about that pick. Um, Notre Dame, two. Uh, they haven't done anything recently in terms of team play, but they still have put, been putting out All-Americans like crazy, and they have so many players right now in the NFL on the offensive lines. They're, they're killing it in that department. Um, Michigan, you know, winning his program so far, all-time right now. And I honestly can't decide if I like the – the past of USC or the current of that's, Ohio State dominance hard, right, right now. Yeah. I honestly have a coin flip on that. I got USC just because of titles. Right, yeah. I, I give it to them for that. But so I think I like everybody. It was close. I like everybody's Mount Rushmore. The only thing I would I, – I would have Oklahoma over USC if I'm going to put a different team in. I mean, where really? I think the consistency over time, I think Oklahoma has them. And I just – I would pick Oklahoma over USC. And we got to talk about right. the history, too. I mean, like, that's what Mount Rushmore is. It's, it's, it's the history of those guys. Like, it's not right. just because of their winning. You know, I mean, that's, well, that's what I mean, yeah, yeah. But I'm well, if, saying, what, they, what they bring to the game. Yeah, if you look at the it. The atmosphere US... at the stadium, what, what traditions they have that they still practice today. You know, stuff like that. And, and that's why I think that mm-hmm. is a tough one with USC and Oklahoma. There's, because there's so much tradition there. There's right, and there's so much tradition at at Ohio State and and Michigan with the game, and you know yeah. those, those weird ass little pants well, you when, get when you win. When um, the Big Ten wouldn't let teams play Notre Dame, USC stepped up, and that's when Newt Rockney right. would t- let us travel by train all the way to Southern Cal and help exactly. keep our program afloat. And so that's why I think USC's mm-hmm. been been a great program since. Since yeah, well, I mean, we helped build yeah. each other in, in yeah. the 70s. Yeah, people don't realize you and Tyler. Everybody yeah. help everybody. I think that's a big, big thing. All right, guys, that seems like it's going to be it for the podcast today. All right. We, uh, we talked about all we could in our little, uh, in our little news right, that we yeah. have. But uh, it's been such a quiet <laughs> off season. <laughs> a little, probably, probably the quietest. But, but yeah, everybody, uh, stay safe with Corona out there. I'm sure 